are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through love. Great to be with you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. And thanks as always to those making us their first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Thanks for joining us for this reaction episode as we look back to Provo, Utah on Saturday night with the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Chris was in Provo, of course, there on the sideline. He has made it back to the 806, thankfully. But uh, I don't know if I can say no worse for the wear, Chris, because it is a gloom, despair, and agony on me type of week as the Red Raiders now have an open weekend, a little extra time to ponder. Just exactly what we saw go down in a 27 to 14 loss to the Cougars of BYU. Yeah, lo- losing sucks, man. <laughs> you know, the end. Um, e- everybody's frustrated, um, and, and for a variety of reasons, I think. Uh, but it, it's just uh, three and five, your season kind of, you know, slipping away from you here. Um, some are going to suggest already has. Others are going to say plenty to play for still. But you know, you, you know, nobody cancels the last four games uh, that you've got left. But it, it was, uh, I think, you know, a couple things. One, B- BYU, I don't think is very good. Uh, I think they're they're extremely average. However, I think their their home environment, which was about as impressive as I've been in, considering it was just sixty three thousand people. I think that, you know, a third string quarterback that's never started a game before, boy, it, it was, uh, and, and, and there's just some uncharacteristic things that, that happened to, um, you know, like not being able to execute a handoff, you know, whether that's the home environment uh, and just the, the, the noise and, and just some things happening. I, I, I don't know, but it, you, you can't, <laughs> you, you could play uh, Lubbock High School and you, you're not beating anybody when you turn it over five times uh, and, and you create none. You know, that's the second week in a row that you, you've you got uh, a, a situation where you've you've had, what, eight turnovers and you've created zero. Woof. Yeah, yeah. So um, that is a uh, that is a scenario that you just this is not winning football. And and I think that we say it all the time, but you know that so many games are not. It's not about who won the game; it's who lost it. And I, I think you know this was a a lot of self inflicted uh, you know wounds and just not being able to execute like the the mesh point on the handoff with between Taj and Jake Strong and back to back snaps. Yeah. Uh, I think if you hand it to Taj on that fourth and one, he walks in the end zone. Uh, you gift them a touchdown on that the very next snap when you're in your own, you know, uh, you know, on your own close to your own goal line, and that equaled a that equaled a, a, a you just gifted them one, and and it was a fairly close game that you know BYU wasn't going to run away from you. Uh, although we'll get to that in a bit, because uh, they 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 nearly did on the first series, and that's a bad rushing offense. And you just couldn't really stop it, uh, it at times, and it was extremely frustrating. So I we could kind of ramble around here, but yeah, frustrating night in Provo. Um, was glad I got to see that uh, personally. Didn't like the result, uh, and and I, I it got heated and chippy at times. I think there's some potential there for P5 
people in this league to really be fans of BYU and for people to really like, uh, you know, uh, point, point to them as like, oh, yeah, I, I can't wait to play them and beat them uh, at, at times too. So, yeah, I think as you alluded to there, with all due respect to the Westerners of Love Akai, um, you could play just about anybody and you see some of these specific things go this way, you're not going to be a winner. And whether we're talking about the turnover column or talking about some of the things that happened in the penalty column, Chris, I was just sitting there considering the thought of if this team was healthy across the board and you're doing these things, which I know that's not apples to apples because the same guys wouldn't be involved necessarily, but we saw turnovers before this team was really smacked by a huge injury bug. So this has been though not in the droves we've seen in the last two weeks, but this has been fairly consistent this season that you've given the football away. And I, I just don't know how you're ever going to be talented enough as a roster to get over things like that. And five is extreme. I mean, like a 2-0 deficit in the turnover margin. I don't know if you can get over that. Five's just a joke. So I, I don't even know where you start that conversation. Maybe you burn some tape. I, I'm not quite sure, but there's a whole lot to consider here now as you have this open week looming. But yeah, you mentioned it as well, man. Another week where defensively you're going backwards and you see it there on the screen, 2.4 to 5.4. Got to give credit where credit is due because I talked last week about how that number blew me away, that 2.4 yards per carry season average for the Cougars, and they double it and then some, and these are sack-adjusted numbers and good grief. I mentioned demoralizing last week, and I guess I have to echo that sentiment again this week. Yeah, you, you know, like – Two sides to this thing. I think I even told you were late, late in the week. Um, you know, th this would be like one of the things was you need to win this game up front. You know, this needs to be like a carbon copy of, of Baylor. And ironically enough, BYU runs a lot of those same schemes uh, with their running game, and they play defense in some similar ways to, to Baylor, at least schematically. <clears throat> and and I just thought, you know, you, for for all the the folks that wanted Taj to carry the ball a lot, thirty one carries, which is, you know nearly unheard of in today's college game and he averages all of about three and a half yards of carry just just there were some moments there was just but you know at some point your your quarterback has to just your quarterback play is going to have to make plays because you know they're they're not really they didn't really let you and Taj is not the kind of we've said this repeatedly Taj is not the kind of running back that's gonna bust it and go like and run away from people that's just not who he is he's a grinded out you know, get you the, the 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 tough yardage in between the tackles, and occasionally he's going to bust off a twenty yarder and things like that, and get to the second level. But and then you get down, okay, you get down by by two scores and double digits fairly early in the game, and so you you do have to 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 throw it a bit more than I think you wanted to, and it just Jake's just Jake Strong is just not ready for this yet. This is and it's not fair to him, but this was the only choice you had. Uh, he, he was not ready for 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 this. Um, I think um, the environment doesn't help. I think the way BYU started to kind of defend him a bit doesn't help. But he just and, – and then I think, you know, he's got, what, six interceptions in six quarters. And then you start to see a little bit of, okay, it's there, but is it? And then you, you kind of maybe don't pull the trigger as quickly on, on, on firing it in there. And then that, that one-second delay is the matter it's, – it's everything at this level. Um and, and and then yeah, the Calvin, the the rushing defense, um, they average. This is a putrid team running the football. I mean, uh, 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 arguably an NCAA worst. Only Hawaii statistically was worse. They averaged sixty five yards a game on the ground, averaging like I think two point three a carry. 
they pop off a 55 yarder on the first drive, probably a bad omen. Um, and then, <laughs> and then they end up going for 150 on the night. I mean, more than double what their, their season average is. And I just, that, that was as frustrating as anything because I, I thought it would be, you know, granted you gifted them a touchdown, the, the turnovers and all that, but I thought this was something that you could control and limit what they could do. And, uh, you know, cause I mean, yardage wise, you out, you out gain them and all those things, but it's like, they kind of ran it enough when they wanted to. And then they just kind of, they sat on the ball in the second half. They weren't really trying to do much at all. They were just trying to, to get out of there and protect the lead. And, you know, but you just – I just feel like whenever one of your QBs kind of floats a pass or or whatever, other teams are making you pay for it, and dearly in some cases. And I just don't think right now the Red Raiders are able to make some of these these plays uh, and, and, and come up with a turnover. You, you, we saw it sporadically early on in the season – yeah. Uh, but it just – and you had a couple of, of strip sacks in, in Waco. But it just – in some of these key games, Oregon, Kansas State, Wyoming, last night, you, you just – there's just nothing there. And so it's just a combination of things. I mean, it's like a, a variety of, uh, of of issues that you've got. And what, what it equals is a, a three-and-five mess a bit. And it's just kind of a, a frustration level right now that, that's pretty high. Uh, and oh, I don't yeah. – yeah, I mean – and I get it. I mean, again, I'll you know go back to the beginning. Losing sucks, man. It just nobody should be okay with it. Nobody is okay with it, and it, it's like everybody's you know problem to deal with. Uh, and, yep. and, and and trust me, Joey McGuire is not okay with it. People, I think, have this misnomer, Cowan, that he's like happy go lucky. He's extremely frustrated and angry and, and all those things. But at some point, when you got a third string quarterback, what are you supposed to do? Uh, we're all in distress. That's why the distress signal is being flown uh, over my left shoulder. You see the dancing gender, ginger, <laughs> dancing ginger, Freudian slip uh, there on the screen behind me. That's kind of like flying uh, your nation's flag upside down, sign of distress. So we brought out the ginger for this reaction episode. Thank you for joining us for that. Do join us again tomorrow. It's an open week on tap for Texas Tech football, but it's going to be a big week, big week. <laughs> again, Freudian sleep. Did I get any sleep last night? Was I weeping? Good grief. It's going to be a big week for Texas Tech. We'll prove it to you tomorrow. So join us to kick off your day with the first episode of Locked On at Texas Tech. We'll have some things to consider as far as the way that they'll spend their time uh, with a little extra time to prepare for the next ball game. We've got questions, of course, about Baron Morton and the quarterback position once again and much more to cover outside the lines. Maybe three of them possibly coming up tomorrow. So hope to see you then. Chris, thanks for the time. As always, my man, glad to have you back in the 806, and uh, we'll do it again on Monday. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Keep hope alive, everybody. For Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts so you never miss an episode. And we'll see you for the next round on Locked On Texas Tech.